0: look up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane no it's the tax man he may not be a superhero but tony morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies
1: it's time for plan with the tax man welcome into another edition of plan with the tax man with tony morrow and myself here to talk about the incomplete financial plan are you confident that your financial plan is complete most people believe that they have a solid plan in place, only to realize a little later on that maybe they've missed a few important areas. So that's what we're going to do in this episode, point out some of the most common areas people overlook when planning, and hopefully provide a few actionable tips to ensure that your plan is as comprehensive as possible.
0: What's going on, Tony? How are you, buddy? Uh, not too bad. You know, coming uh, coming out of the busiest time of tax season, still got some ways yeah. to go. but It's early wow.
1: March, yeah, time we're dropping this. So you yep. still got a few weeks, right?
0: We still got a few weeks left, yeah. And and we trickle into the summer months with some extensions and whatnot. Yeah, but right. yeah, yep.
1: But the heavy, you're right in the heavy throes of it right this minute. So mm-hmm. as always, folks, do your CPA and your your financial prefer- uh, professionals and tax preparers a favor. Try to get that stuff to them as early as possible. Don't don't be like me and wait till you know <laughs> April the twelfth or something. Uh, they don't like that so much. Uh, but if they need you need some help, reach out to Tony and his team at yourplanningpros.com. Uh, they are obviously Tax Doctor Inc. is the name of the company. They are a Des Moines professional alternative, uh, and you can find them online at yourplanningpros.com. So let's jump into a list here. I've got a few different things to run through. Like I said, kind of maybe you have some of this going on, and it might make your financial plan incomplete. So the downturn that we've experienced in 22, it was a rough year, obviously, for the market. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, And when it's the early stages of retirement, Tony, it's more detrimental and people are not people, people are aware of that and why that is something called sequence of return right so let's talk a little bit about why it is a bigger problem if you are retiring in a down year like in a you know the early days of our down, uh, your retirement versus later
0: yeah and you know in in simple terms really you know say you know you decided to retire at the end of 22 and we did have a down year although you know years before this is kind of an you know, different because we've had such a run up. But if, you know, you retire uh, and and in the early part of a a long, prolonged downturn, you know, presumably you've generally got, you know, some years left to live. And it's going to be very difficult because you're going to need this money, you know, to supplement your living uh, to make that up without taking a lot of risks. And so generally, you know you don't want to be overly aggressive
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: i would say and you know obviously you know if you're 90 years old and you have a downturn it, you know it's pretty easy to see it's a lot different if you're than you're 65 or 70 because you're a little closer to the end but really you want to make sure that again in, you know in these early years that uh you as you're getting into retirement even before that you're switching things up so number 1 hopefully that doesn't happen or if it does it's It's not really going to affect you too negatively. right? Um, But we do see that. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah. And so basically, because, right, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Tony, but it's like you're basically, if you're going through a major drop, we're going through, I don't know what we're doing, let's say 22% or 20% last year or whatever, uh, in the early days of your retirement, it's really going to scramble up your picture because you're tapping your portfolio as it's losing or after it's lost value, right? And then you're having to sell more investments to possibly raise money to fund part of your lifestyle whatever portion of your financial plan that needs to do so it's kind of this double whammy so you're draining your savings more quickly but you're also leaving fewer assets in those set accounts that can also regenerate more growth right so it's just really it's almost maybe even a triple whammy
0: it is a little bit of a bit of that because yes with that you know it, if you're already down say i don't know 15 20% then you're taking out 5 or 6% or whatever right, that right. might be you know really starts to drain the portfolio quickly And if that's your main source of retirement income, you have to make sure – well, obviously, the big one is you're not going to run out of money. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, again, being different. You know, if you're 90 and all of a sudden you have a little downturn, that's not as uh, detrimental. Yeah,
1: and downturns do happen, right? I mean, we can ride these out, but just something to be aware of, which, again, is where, like, the planning comes into place because people sometimes will say, well, when you're setting up your income strategy, which horse are you going to ride first? The Social Security horse uh, or your own horse, right? So do you, some people will say, well, I want to wait Social Security to maximize it at seventy, but maybe the strategy looks better depending again on the environment as you're getting close to retirement, to maybe take Social Security, you know, a little earlier and and right. ease off of going into your own accounts until later. Again, it's all timing and it's all strategy.
0: It's all strategy with especially with the incomes that you can't outlive, which are are few and far between today. I mean Social Security and then you know some of us have uh, you know pensions that we can't outlive, but most don't now. Yeah, it's Social Security and whatever you've accumulated in your four hundred one k's or savings, and so it takes a little more savviness to yep. to come up with a good plan.
1: Yep. So sequence of return risk can certainly be a problem uh, if you don't have that taken care of and you have it in incomplete financial plan. Uh, and then of course we can add to that conversation yes. we just had by saying the lovely inflation effects over time, even normal inflation, Tony, let alone. Excuse me. Let alone what we're dealing with right now.
0: Yeah, and so this, I, I think, this is another bad whammy, if you will. Especially as we're you know recording this, we all know what inflation has done. Over yeah, I the think last it actually and a half or so. I
1: think it actually, we, at the time we're taping this, or it just happened a little bit. I think the January. Oh, that's right. It was January's numbers. We don't have Marches yet. Uh, excuse me, February's yet. It's it was back up a half percent. So
0: it was just about yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's it's trickling back down. But you know, again, take the scenario of a retiree they could be down 15 20% they're trying to take money out and oh by the way now stuff costs a lot more <laughs>
1: yeah so you're down 15 uh, you're pulling out 4 let's say you're using the 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 rule of you know 4% rule or whatever yeah. and then you're paying 7% more at the grocery store yeah it's just not you know it hurts you and yeah. you wonder why people are stressed right
0: yeah i mean this is why people are stressed and this is why although you know i try to make a case for people that you know you got to try to outpace inflation a little bit even when it's low but and it's hard to do now and, and be conservative, uh, you know because right, yeah. it, it's it's kind of high. So trying to,
1: trying to find uh, some vehicles that will help you do that for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Definitely you've got to yeah you got to have it. So again, if you're putting a plan together, you know you've got to be working with an advisor who's you know taking into account normal inflation, right? Just at, at least nothing else they're planning for. Because if you know we can go into that simple conversation of hey, if it costs you five thousand dollars a month uh, to get by now. And even in normal inflationary times, well, in what twelve years that's going to double, right? 10, mm-hmm. 12 years that's going to double. So then, if you're if you have a you know thirty year retirement, that's going to triple, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that you've got something in there helping those accounts grow to deal with inflation. Uh, and then medical costs is going to be number three on there, and that typically outpaces regular inflation. So you certainly got to have that uh, accounted for.
0: Yeah, you do, and and it seems like as I'm looking through the list here, uh, nothing's good. But we'll we'll talk about it anyway (laughs) because I I I think it's it's important to people understand some of these potential uh, you know things that could become you know quite catastrophic. And medical, I would think, would be one of them. Obviously, uh, as you retire, you know, generally, you know, your medical costs are going to go up. I mean, you know, it, it people are living a long time today, where they're keeping us alive, and you know, even my own father, I mean his medical costs are up he takes a lot of pills and things and uh and I still think he's fairly healthy at 81 and so his costs are up and so that kind of eats again into his disposable income or his monthly income coming in and uh, again just pile that on with everything else we just talked about which we've got more here yeah that, uh, that it's something that you got to start thinking about because and that, that's not even including some of the people that are in poor health you know and uh, whether it, it's you know hereditary or something else you know it it adds up quickly.
1: Well, and then of course the number four is the possibility of tax increases. So just like inflation or whatever, we, you know, we have to, we want to be able to try to retire in any environment because we just never know what's again. If you live twenty years or thirty years in retirement, you're going to see multiple administrations, which means you may see multiple tax code changes, and you know we all know we're broke right the country's broke and and yep. we're spending money like it's you know water so we're going to the likelihood of taxing even if they do nothing tony the taxes are going up in 26 so if you're not addressing future tax increases with your financial strategy you are leaving an incomplete plan on the table
0: yeah and i i do think it'll be interesting i mean we're still a few years away from 26 but i like you if someone was just going to ask me i think that they'll let a lot of these things expire and Taxes will be going up in in some form or another, and like you say it. And as at the time we're taping this, you know they just have been fighting over and delayed till June, uh, or or I don't know if they delayed it. I can't remember on the debt ceiling, Um, but I think it comes due again in June or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, uh, some people want to keep borrowing, some want to cut. I mean, obviously we spend more as a country than we're taking in, and you know, I think it's we've talked about a little bit before. Politicians never want to talk about. Hey, we're, it's like any other business, you know, we, we, we don't take in enough to pay our bills, we either need to stop spending, or we need to, you know, um, increase our cost or, or, you know, tax us more. Right. Um, yeah. So I can't imagine I'm going down anymore. But I'm, I'm usually wrong. <laughs> whenever I say that, I got to think they're going up in the future. And like you say, as, as retirees and the rest of us it's going to hurt you because, again, there's another little piece coming off before you get to spend anything.
1: Yep, absolutely. I mean, more than likely, it's going to be the case probably for quite a while. Uh, so we may, we may not see rates this low again for a very long time. So you want to take yeah. advantage of it, which leads into number five, because you may want to take advantage of the tax rates now because there are challenges that present themselves with RMDs. Obviously, we've talked a little bit about the SECURE Act. We're going to do a bigger, more in-depth one later on. But you know, they push the age back again. So now it's 73 for those of born before yeah. 59. Those born after 59, it's going to be 75. But a lot of people, you know, are in good shape and they don't want to take these, Tony. They're like, well, I don't want to have to take money out, but they require it. That's the required minimum distribution. So maybe taking advantage of the tax rates and doing Roth conversions, which is why that's been a very popular conversation piece for the last two years.
0: It really has. And we're talking about that more and more with people that have sizable amounts in is is going a little bit against the grain and saying well even though you don't have to do it until 73 or five now maybe we want to at least filling up the tax bracket you're in so that you can pay it at a lower rate because that way you know it's it's now already been taxed and we can figure out something else to to do with it but if taxes go up and then all of a sudden you got to start taking money out well again that's less in your pocket and I think that's a mistake if you just blindly, Say well, I'm going to wait because you know I don't I don't want to do it right now and pay taxes. Sometimes it's actually better to pay a little than more later.
1: Yeah, and, and the likelihood number six that we're going to have a long term care event just continues to grow. Two out of every three people, seven out of every ten, um, are going to have some event. It doesn't mean a nursing home, Tony, but it right. certainly means some sort of an event that could be it could be a short lived event, it could be a, a longer event, could be someone just coming out to your house for a few weeks. But either way. You know, you may have to look at some sort of coverage on that. And it is expensive. People start looking at different alternative, you know, life insurance policies or different kinds of ways to possibly fund
0: this. Yeah. And this this could be a whole whole topic in and of itself, as many of these could. But I would say just off the cuff, it, you know, the best way to do it is try to protect, depending on where you're at in the income spectrum, uh, with some sort of insurance while you're young enough. where You know, it's still relatively affordable. If you're waiting until 70, 75, if you can even get, you know, longer term care types of insurance, uh, it's going to be extremely expensive. But a lot of people buy it, you know, when they're when they're young and a lot of people now are using it for to stay out of the home. The nursing home, that is, is, you know, assisted living uh, people coming into your house and at least providing some benefits there where they can at least age in place and hopefully uh, stay there. But yeah, if you don't have this accounted for and you have to go in even if you're coming out, uh, and we're not talking nursing home here, but just for some care, it's like the medical cost extremely expensive uh, to to do, and yeah. uh, a lot of times Medicare doesn't cover a lot of this, and so they're going to be they're going to be looking for other insurance policies or your pocket.
1: Absolutely. So you got to have all these pieces in there to get that financial plan in a complete status versus having some of these uh, little pockets or holes that can certainly derail things. You know, Tony, we were talking a little bit about inflation. and We were talking about you know economic times that we're in right now. This is this is March's episode of twenty three. There's still a lot of conversation about. I mean, tons of tech companies, uh, Walmart, a lot of places have laid off. Amazon, uh, you know, they, I guess they, it's retail and or tech. Uh, they've you know they've let a lot of people go already in the first quarter of this year. So the possibility of a you know a job loss. Uh, and what it could do to your retirement plans, especially if you're, you know, a couple of years away. Let's say you've got five years or left, and you yeah. think, okay, hey, you know, as long as I can hang on to this job for the next five years, we're greedy, But you never know; it could something could happen.
0: It could. I'm in agreement. I mean, the people listening to this from around here uh, will know what I'm talking about. But we have a huge uh, Wells Fargo presence here in uh, Des Moines, and I mean, like, like I don't know, eighteen, twenty thousand people here total and they've always been downtown. where well, they they just came out and said, we're moving everybody out to the western suburb campus, and we're we're getting rid of these buildings, but they are laying off a lot of people, and of course, yeah, I mean, it's like four or 500, which doesn't sound like that many, you know, if you're talking about these giant, giant companies, but here in Des Moines, it's, you know, it's anywhere, it's a lot of people that, like you say, if some of these people were five, eight years from retirement, then kind of say, you know, thinking they were going to have this. Well, it's like, okay, now what do I do? I'm yeah. 55, 60, nobody wants to hire me, you know, and I don't have an income. Maybe my my skill set isn't, you know, where, where, you know, newer employers want. And that poses a real, uh, at least concern. Best way to combat it is obviously uh, keep your skill set up. I mean, assuming you still want to work and, you know, stay nimble enough where, you know, you can get out and get something else. But, it's um, it's I don't think it's it's easy. The other way to do it, too, is, you to know, have the emergency fund we talk a lot about and. In- planning of, you know, three to six months or maybe even a little more to, you know, help you decide, get you through paying the bills until you can at least find something. But Right. Definitely got to have that.
1: About. Yeah. Got to have that emergency fund in place. Yeah. Hopefully, if nothing else, uh, COVID maybe taught hopefully many folks that uh, it was going to be important to have some emergency funds sitting there, you know, if they yeah. unexpectedly lost a job for two, three, four months. Right. So definitely. I, gotta,
0: I gotta, Go ahead. No, I was going to, I, sorry for the interruption, but I was I was going to say, you know, the other thing too, you know, how, how many of us out there, probably a lot of people can resonate. I mean, i am been in my, on my own for so long, you know, I've kind of forgotten what it was like, but, you know, gone are the days that people go to work and can feel like, well, if I, you know, if I work hard here, I'm going to be here for 50 years and, and I'm going to ride off into the sunset. Cause a lot of times these companies, you know, they just say, well, you know what, we're, we're all about the, the bottom dollar. And, you know and well we're going to cut that department or we're going we're going to consolidate and do this i mean yep. it doesn't seem like people have that safety anymore that they used to and it definitely, I don't know, it's, just it's definitely
1: weird. more rare right Yeah. Uh, i mean you know pensions have been dying since the early thousands uh, yeah. late 90s early thousands and i think longevity in corporations uh, 30 and 40 year jobs have have been taking that kind of hit for the last 20 plus years as well yeah. Uh, and it's a big jobs market, I guess, or it has been, right? I mean, in, in, emerging markets and industry and all different kinds of things. But we also, like usual, we oversaturate in some areas, and then other areas get, you know, uh, suffer, and then they, they kind of start to balance out. But it's certainly uh, something to think about. And I think you know, one thing I tell people all the time is, if you're really worried about something, and you have any mechanical inclination, you know, inclination skills, um, you know we sorely are are going to be in sore sore shape for electricians and carpenters and plumbers and things it's like it may not be the sexiest sounding thing but i i tell young people all the time hey if you're don't think college is right for you pay attention to in that industry sector because those folks are work a good contractors worth their weight in gold
0: it is you know? I, I, we we have a lot of commercials airing right now i know we're getting off the subject but yeah, that's okay. it uh you know, about, you know, if you can come and work hard, I think it was for uh, heating and uh, air conditioning. Yeah, for they sure. You can become a journeyman. You know, uh, you, could, you can make a good living, a real good living, uh, and you're always going to be in demand. But I, I think that, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Here, th- these industries are suffering. They can't find people that want to go do it. Everybody kind of gets... They don't want to get their hands dirty. By, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, the, uh, There's a young uh, young gentleman here in my area started himself. A, he's been doing concrete for about seven years, and he's only like 27 years old. And he is just killing it. I mean, he's just making he's just making money hand over fist uh, yeah. because he's he does a great job. He and his team and they show up and they get the work done. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I don't have student loan debt. And I don't have all that stuff. As a matter of fact, you know, he's he's living in a, a, a half a million dollar house and he's twenty seven years old, while his best friend well, right. has got you know three hundred thousand dollars in school debt.
0: Yeah, I've always said you know th- there's there's a ton of different ways to make money. I mean, you know, to make a living right. and. You know, if you're good at business, if you're good at that kind of stuff, and you you can run a good business, there's you can make as much as, or probably more, and, and have a different type and a great lifestyle than right. Somebody who works for but, a big corporate. But
1: entrepreneurship is not for everybody, right? Not so for everybody. You got to right. know who you are, right? You got to certainly we know you. who you. Are. And that, I mean that that goes a long way towards you know a, a good complete financial plan, whether it's a financial strategy while you're still working or in retirement. Knowing who you are and being. Honest about some of those things can certainly help you and your advisor plan accordingly. We got a little sidetracked, but I think it still kind of brings yeah. back in the nature of the beast of, of just money and how we take care of ourselves and how we, uh, you know, strategize for the future. So, right. Uh, right last one, we'll just do it real quick and just that's uh, passing assets as smoothly as possible to future generations. That's really just being tax tax smart, tax efficient uh, with whatever you've got. So, you know, if you are wanting to leave that four hundred one k behind to your kids, well, the stretch IRA removal from the first secure act may say that you need to change that strategy a little bit, you know, things like that.
0: Yeah. And it, that area alone should be enough where you should be talking, you know, to your advisor, especially if you've, you know, if you want things to happen a certain way and, you know, on top of that, you've got taxation and some other things. So to go about that blindly, I think you're really, I mean, you know, to make it short, uh, Going to be in for a r- real surprise depending on how you do it. So please go out and get some advice on, well, on all of these, but th- that one for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, tax efficiency and retirement, you know, some people say, well, I'm going to leave my, you know, Joe can say, I'm going to leave my kids, uh, you know, a tax bill or I'm going to leave them, uh, you know, a credit card statement or something like that. But I think at the end of the day, we all truly just want to, if we're going to leave a legacy, we want to leave it as efficient as we can because God willing, we lived a long life. And by the time we're leaving something to our children, they might be grown adults in, the, in their primary years. They might be in their 40s or even 50s uh, in right. their earning years, right? And so. You don't want to hit them with a, you know, putting them in a higher tax bracket if you can avoid it. So again, efficiency is the name of the game. Strategy is the name of the game. So if you want that complete financial plan, make sure that you're checking off some of these items on today's list. And if you need help, as always, stop by Tony's website. Get in touch with he and the team at Tax Doctor Inc. You can find them online at YourPlanningPros.com. That is YourPlanningPros.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. On Apple or Google or Spotify, whatever podcasting platform app you like to use, you can find our show there. Playing with the Tax Man, and that just lets you catch future episodes as well as check out some past ones. Uh, Tony's been helping folks for twenty-seven plus years. Great resource. He's a CPA, CFP, and an EA, so certainly got uh, a lot of good skill set there to help you out. Tony, thanks, my friend. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a lovely start to the to March and uh, uh, good luck with those taxes, but
0: all right, we'll talk to you next time.
1: Yep, we'll see you in late March here on plan with the tax man
0: with Tony Morrow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax affiliated insurance agency.